Welcome to This Week in the State Line, where we talk with local people about the local topics that you care about. Good morning and welcome to This Week in the State Line. I am your host, Steve Summers. Today we're talking about running, exercising, and helping out veterans. I think that's a win-win-win. It's the Vets 5K Run coming up. Uh, We've got Lois Shores, the coordinator and executive race volunteer you do it all really are you setting up the course too it's a race director the race director pretty much does it all Uh, there you go it's the vets 5k run coming up uh next weekend november 9th in the morning bright and early and eric willard is here he's the vets drop-in center professional here to tell us more about where the funds are going so let's start off with lois the vet 5k run it's coming up saturday november 9th bright and early in the morning what it's 8.30 in the morning, I believe? It's 9 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, this is our seventh year for the run. Uh, it's our biggest fundraiser for the center. Um, we have a lot of great things going on. The cost is $30 for adults, $10 for kids 17 and under, so we're kid-friendly. Um, bring your kids out. They only run for $10. You can register up to the day of the event online, or you can come right up to the event and register um, we have super cool things for the veterans. We They get a special shirt with a veteran down their sleeve. We have some branch contests, you know, best overall in the Army and the Navy. Um, we have the Roscoe VFW Color Guard come out, and they do a shotgun start for us. Um, we have uh, Bugler come out, and he does some reveling, some taps. Uh, we have a patriotic apparel costume contest, um, a bunch of fun stuff. We have um, dog tags for our awards. Um, we also have uh, this year we have uh, finisher medals for everybody, and they're based off of a, a challenge coin. And uh, I don't know if if you're not a vet, you might not know what this is, but a challenge coin is used in the military if you have maybe. Um, done something special or someone recognizes that maybe you did something nice and they'll give you a challenge coin. So come on out and um, give yourself a special achievement or a special award and get a finisher medal at the end. That looks like a little challenge coin. It's, it's pretty awesome. That's great. Now, not only the run, but a walk to. And if you aren't uh, like into the running, I know I'm not running too fast, too far. Let's just say that way. 5k is uh, what five miles? Three point one miles. Three point one miles. Yeah. So isn't it, yeah. So you don't have to go too far. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well already, yeah, Lois. Right, uh, right. But there is the walk part in there too. Yeah, we have a lot of walkers that come out. They just want to support veterans. They maybe uh, the family member in memory of. Um, yeah, you do not have to be a runner. Um, but for the runners, it's also a competitive race. We we it's a USA. Sanctioned race, I guess, huh? Sanctioned race. It's certified. We give cash prizes. Um, So it is a very competitive race. Um, but we do, uh, like you said, have tons of walkers as well. That's awesome. And it will be held at the uh, Sports Score 1, Mercy Health Sports Score 1. That's right. Um, And also to mention, we do uh, have a kids' fun run that's uh, free for the kids 10 and under. Um, It's just a little quarter-mile run, something fun for them to do as well. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And I will be, uh, one of the uh, MCs for the day. Obviously that's how I got out of running. Uh, well, you know, you still still could could get it in there. there. And I will be there with uh, all my red, white, and blue on, um, the vets 
5K run raises a lot of money. This is your biggest fundraiser of the year, you said? We, yes, it is for it is for them. We started out in 2013, and we decided to do this. Um, Pat Ambrose, she's the uh, executive director of the Drop-In Center, and she said, you know what, let's let's try to do a, a, a run. And we put this together in a couple months, and we had about 100 people the first year, and now we have at least you know, around 600 people come and we have made over a hundred thousand for the center. So it has been great each, each year. It's, it's a great event. We get bigger. Our sponsors are awesome. Um, Eldridge roofing, they are fantastic to us. And it just has become not just a race. It's just become more of an event um, for, Rockford and for the center and for veterans. It's just a great way to pay tribute. And you couldn't pick a better weekend. November 9th is Veterans Weekend because that Monday is Veterans Day. So it all ties in. That is Lois Shores, the coordinator for the Vet 5K coming up again Saturday, November 9th at SportsCore 1. Eric Willard will be the gentleman who receives the funds from the race for the Vets Drop-In Center. Eric, tell us a little bit about how important this race is for the center. Sure, it's critical for the center because we are a total nonprofit uh, agency who receives no funding from any kind of governmental body. Everything we receive is through volunteer help and through uh, contributions. So it's critical to have these kinds of fundraisers to keep us going. Uh, I know that I, being a Vietnam veteran in my 70s, don't run anymore. And so I'm glad you emphasized the walk part of this. Sure. Um, I tried last year to slip into the 10 years and under to do the quarter mile, but they wouldn't allow it. Um, but it's fun for everybody who shows up. Well, you look like you're in great shape at that age. I, I, I pegged you at 59, uh, so sure. I'm, I'm good man. very honored <laughs> that you are here, sir, and thank you for your service, too. So the Vets Drop-In Center, for those who aren't familiar, is a location for vets to go to what, just well, it serves a lot of right? things. The mission of the drop-in center is to provide a, a safe and supportive environment uh, where people, veterans and their families, which is something to emphasize because many veterans are away and their families might need support, uh, help, and contacts. So local veterans can find how to connect with various service organizations in town through us. Um, and we also give and receive a lot of help transitioning them into jobs. So we do a lot of training and job placement, uh, computer training, for example, and anything else that's needed. So uh, folks will come in, and we're open from uh, noon until 6 or 1 o'clock until 6. Dinner, I think. Lunch is at 1 and dinner is at 5. So I think the doors are really open around 1230 and close at 6. People can come in and get meals. Uh, They can come in, especially for homeless folks that need help. Uh, they can come in and take showers and get their laundry done and receive some uh, other clothes, toiletries, things like that, anything you might need if you're homeless. Uh, or it's just a place for veterans to gather and visit with each other. Uh, there's a lot of camaraderie that takes place that helps out veterans. Um, what I found in teaching computer classes there, as well as doing job assist, is that people need a place to just talk with each other. Veterans seem to have a common theme uh, and they believe in many cases that folks who aren't veterans don't quite understand 
what they've been through and how they want to handle things. <clears throat> so it's a place for a lot of that help. We also provide, someone comes in on Tuesdays and provides uh, neck and shoulder massages and uh, behavior therapy takes place on Thursdays. The computer classes are Wednesdays. We do mindfulness training. We have a group where it's just a talk group to sit. Um, so there are, no matter what you come in for, whether it's just to sit and watch TV and play games or to have a meal or to get cleaned up and get supplies, uh, people always find camaraderie there. That's awesome. Now, Lois, have you been to the Vets Drop-In Center? I have. I um, started volunteering there um, not long after it opened, um, maybe a year or so. And I would start bringing a meal down. Mm -hmm. Um, I would prepare the meal and bring it down and serve it myself. And I would do that about once a month. And I did that for a a few years. And then uh, it got a little bit bigger. Um, and I believe there's many different groups now that, that bring meals down. But that's how I got involved with, in it. And um, my daughter, who's now 17, um, she would come down with me at, starting at 10. And um, she she's really involved in helping with the race and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's how I got involved, and I I go down go down every now and now and again. But mm-hmm. I'm not a veteran, but I'm just a, a volunteer. That's how I got involved too. Midwest Family Media. We serve meals sometimes at the Vets Drop In Center, and they asked me to go along, and I had no idea where it was, and I went in, and at first you're a little skittish, you're a little nervous, uh-huh. but then after you start talking to the guys and gals, you're like, this is the right thing to do. So, where is the Vets Drop In Center again? The address, Eric, so we can tell people where they're actually add in case they have a vet who can use some assistance? There's two ways to describe it. The address is 1539 South 4th Street. I usually describe it as if you're going down Broadway all the way to Kishwaukee where the McDonald's ends. Uh-huh. If you get that far, you have to back up one block and go south. Yeah, And that's where we're at on the corner of 4th and 15th Avenue. And, and when you say it's like an open house for vets, it really is a home that's been converted into the Vet Drop In Center. And there has that homey feeling to it. When you walk in, there's a kitchen and a living room, the fireplace. and It actually served as the, uh, I forgot what the name is of a church, like the home of the minister for a right. church years ago. the parish ago. for the minister to live in. Yes, and so it was really nice, homey environment, big space for eating and sitting around and chatting. And so it's been very good for that. We had 28 people there for lunch yesterday, which was too crowded, actually. Wow. One of our issues is we need new space to grow into because it, right. it is getting crowded. Um, so as far as funding issues, we're trying to write grants and find space. We're trying to find a van that we can purchase, even if it's used, to be able to transport veterans around to, to job issues or medical appointments and things like that. So this is where the the 5K comes into play, which is important why we raise money for the things like Eric's talking about. Yeah, not to mention it's a home, so there's probably property taxes and all that's involved, electric well, and water. C3, and, we have some benefits. But well, good. Still, is, there's still cost to just heating it and keeping things open and repair and maintenance. Sure, absolutely. So that's why you need to be a part of the Vets 5K run. Again, it's coming up Saturday, November 9th. Uh, it starts again the time again, Lois, bright and early? 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you can register the day of the race. You can register the day of the race. Um, it would be more beneficial if you registered beforehand. We get a little, with that many people, we get a little crowded the day of the race. Sure. Uh, you can go on to veteransdropincenter.com and there's a link there for you to register. We have a Facebook page, uh, Veterans Drop In 5K. 
Um, you can, yeah, just register online and you'll be all set. Come on in, pick your pack up, run or walk, right. whatever whatever works for you. And kids are invited too because the kids fun run, correct? So yes. they're invited. Yes. We have a lot of people helping you put this together. Any sponsors you want to uh, thank at all? Oh, uh, we have a ton of sponsors. We do. have a great committee. Um, and don't don't forget, we have a patriotic apparel contest. That's so true. bring your best red, red white, and blue. blue. I love it. What a great yes. color! Yes, and as far as our sponsors, I mean, we like I said, Eldridge Roofing has been. This is their second year for them sponsoring, and they are fantastic. They. Just have been a great sponsor to us. Um, you guys, of course, Absolutely. WTVO. Um, we've got two big unions this year, UAW uh, Local 1268 and AFS CME Local 448. So it's nice to see the unions getting in there. Um, the sponsors are what helps us you know, put on a quality race and also helps us make the money for the drop-in center. So... A huge shout out to all of, all of our sponsors it's for sure. It's quite the uh, the community effort. So, Eric, how does that make you feel at the Vet Drop Center that the community is rallying behind you, not just on Veterans Day weekend, but pretty much year round? And that's the key you've hit on is it's an event once a year that supports us throughout the year, but we also always look for people to get involved. And sometimes when they're involved in the race, they continue that involvement beyond that race. And as Lois was saying, people in church groups will come in or organizations and bring in meals one, time, one day a month. And those kinds of things are important. But so is just coming in to sit down and talk with veterans, as you said you did. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it becomes critical to have some sense of normalcy when your life might be disturbed otherwise. And so people just spending time and getting involved with the drop-in center, even on a one or two days a month basis, is very helpful. Uh, Veterans just want to be loved and appreciated like anyone else. It's no different from the rest of the world. This is just a place where they have something in common to talk about. And these aren't veterans that are just homeless. I mean, these are just veterans in general who want to connect. Correct. And many of the veterans are recent veterans. A lot of them are older veterans, and the older ones are the ones that are in them more often. And uh, (laughs) one of the things that we uh, like to do is get them involved in other things in the community where there are resources whether it's medical, counseling, other things. And so one of the examples uh, is Brave Hearts. If you're familiar with Brave Hearts, I am. Yes, I am. it's an equine organization that uh, works with veterans to provide uh, help, uh, calming, soothing. I mean, we know people have these kinds of pets where they do that. You can't own a horse and bring it on an airplane for a calming effect. But they will be in, in presence at the run mm-hmm. also and have at least one horse or perhaps two there. And that also involves the children. The kids like to see and pet the horses. Uh, But it's really a veteran support organization, and the Drop-In Center connects veterans with all of those resources. Which is awesome. That's why this race is so important. So, Lois, in our final few moments here, how do we get in touch with you social media-wise to sign up for the race in advance? Uh, What are your websites, Facebook pages, and all that fun stuff? And I'm going to ask you the same question, Mm -hmm. Eric, too, so... Um, well, like, like I said, you can go to the veteransdropincenter.com and there's a link there that you can sign up. We have a Facebook page, uh, Veterans Drop In 5K, um, that will link you to a sign up as well. Um, either one of those will get you there, will uh, keep you noticed and, and, and 
for anything that was going on. So also the um, Auburn ROTC and the NIU ROTCs will be there. So we've got some great things happening. So go on and register and um, hope to see everybody there. And I am looking forward to being the MC for this event. Eric, how do we get in touch for more details about the Vets Drop In Center, volunteering or donating? Sure. Well, you can stop by the facility anytime, which we gave the address to, but also you can do an email to the director at veteransdropincenter.com or the website that uh, Lois mentioned is veteransdropincenter.com. Facebook page, you can go to facebookpage.com and look for Veterans Drop-In Center, Rockford, Illinois. And we have a Twitter at Veterans Drop-In Center. Awesome. And a phone number as well, 815-713-8843 for Pat Ambrose. All right, so the again, the big Veterans 5K run is Saturday, November 9th at Mercy Health Sports Score 1, Veterans Memorial Park. We look forward to seeing you there. Thank you both for coming in today. Thank you for your efforts because it takes a village, and uh, you're really rallying the troops for this. This is awesome, so thank you thank so you. much. Thank Thanks. you. More of This Week in the State Line will continue in a moment. Music is a bridge between the material and the spiritual. My name is Harvey Lauer, and I'm 82. As a blind person, you have to be aware that nobody can tell you what you can or can't do. You really have to try things. My folks got me a little radio in 1940, and that was the best Christmas present I ever got. When I was 11 years old is when I started to uh, play music, play the piano, and then the accordion, and then the cello. My wife, who was also blind, was a good cook. When she died, that's when I started Meals on Wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. This week and the state line is back. I am Steve Summers. Glad to have you aboard this morning. How about this? A 15-year-old from Byron who is founded and runs her own charity. It's called Coats for Hope. And we have Victoria Kuzlik here with us this morning. Hi, Victoria. How are you today? Good. How are you, Steve? Excellent. So, well, first of all, a 15-year-old, I think I was uh, just watching Gilligan's Island or something like that. And here you're finding and founding your own charities. Wow, you must have been touched to do this. Yeah, it's a very personal cause. My dad and I were victims of domestic violence, and we got help from a local shelter, and I wanted to give back to that shelter. So you come up with this shelter called Coats for Hope. So tell us a little bit about what you're looking for and how your organization runs. So Coats for Hope is a domestic violence uh, charity. We collect coats or any winter wear items and financial donations for surrounding domestic violence shelters to help them out. All right, so you're collecting coats and cash. Correct. All right, and when is this going on now? Through when? We start this October because it's National Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and we go through about the second or third week of December. So you have a very limited window. You don't do this all year round. So you just, when you hit the ground, you have to hit it running. Yes, (laughs) Yes. Because <laughs> you've got to get all the coats you can and a donation. So uh, so when you talk coats, are you looking for brand new? What are you looking for? We will take anything used, brand new, in a box, in ratty condition. Anyone can use it. 
Uh, do you have those clean then, or do you have them sewn up, or you do you hand the coats out, or you turn them into cash, or what do you do with the coats? We give them to the local shelters, and it's totally up to them if they need anything done to them, or if they can't accept the coat itself, but anyone can use the coats. So a great way to think about this is you're not a shelter, you're a feeder to the shelters. Correct. You're the middleman. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Middle woman. I, gotta make, I get that right. So, um, and how old are you again? I'm 15. Why? Just amazing how you could, um, I guess, not be silent. This is a way for you to give back and make a difference, right? Turn a negative into a positive. Yeah, I've been around a lot of people who have t- been through a similar experience my father and I have been through, and they've taken it, and it's ruined their life. And I just didn't want that to happen to me. So I kept pushing, and this happened. Wow. So uh, not only collecting coats from Byron, but probably from anywhere in the state line, correct? Correct. We have, right now we have boxes at most Anderson Automotives, Napleton, Honda, and Audi, and that, and we collect all around. All right. So then if I'm uh, independent and I'm want to get in touch with you or I want to make a donation, do I bring it to your school? Do I bring it to you? Do I take it to one of those locations? We have on our website a uh, donation site that people can donate through or they can contact me at tori for hope the number at hotmail.com and we can set something up so i can receive that donation and put it towards the cause of course you're 15 of course you have your own website so (laughs) again what was that again the website www.coatsforhope.org and that's the number for hope is it no the letters the letters for hope okay and uh, you can get more details there about your drive and how to help you out. Yeah, and also the whole story is on there. We have multiple news articles from the past on there. If All right, so interested. we need coats. You're not looking for hats or mittens or anything, just coats at this point. Hats, mittens, any winter wear items. Great. Anything. And then what um, shelters are you working with? Uh, this year we're just working with the YWCA, but we also have a new group that we are possibly working with but i can't disclose any more information right. at this moment sure coming around the corner uh mm-hmm. you've been doing this for a while too then yeah this is our fifth year big five <laughs> so the first year was uh an, i guess successful enough for you to say i want to keep doing this yeah 2015 we got about seven thousand coats and five thousand dollars in our first wow. year wow so i just grew a passion for it and wanted to keep going and so, so far, if you combined the previous four years, have you done that and thought about how much you've raised? Yeah, we actually have raised 37,000 coats and $29,000. Wow, that's crazy good. Just for you taking a negative and turning it into a positive, you made a difference. Yeah. I think more people need to do that. Have you been contacted by any other organizations saying, uh, hey, would you like to work with us when you graduate high school and all that kind of stuff? Um, I've been offered a couple of places. And I've also been recognized by, like, state, uh, senate, and the house and that. Wow. But I still kind of want to go into the military and serve our country before I do anything else. Well, we need more people like you in this world. <laughs> wow, very initiative. I, I, that's awesome. So congrats on your success for the past four years. Year number five, I hope, is bigger and better for you. Uh, again, the address, the website we can go to to get more details on how we can help you. Coatsforhope.org. Talking to Victoria Kuzlik, who's 15 years old from Byron, who has decided to uh, do something good and to change the world. And uh, your friends at school look up to you. Do, you. do they help out as well? They do their best to help out, but most of my friends were all very busy. 
Yeah. Not, but they're so, very supportive. This falls on your shoulders, and, and you're, you've got the undertaking. Yep. Wow. Do you uh, lean on your father at all for help at all? Um, Giving a shout out to dad here as well, if I only can. Only when I really need it, oh. but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, well, I'm glad you came in this morning. Thanks for telling us about Coats for Hope. Um, I'm sorry about your past, but I'm very happy that you've turned it into a positive and you are changing so many other people's lives. So, yes, Thank you for having me. No problem. Again, that's www.coatsforhope.org. And that wraps up another episode of This Week in the State Line. Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at 6 for another edition of This Week in the State Line. 